Would you rather be on the Ark from the 100 or Noah's Ark? The 100, season one. Let's chat. Welcome to the Center Cut Center Chat. I am Michael. And I'm still Princess Dave. Princess Dave, what are we here to do today? We are going to discuss what arc we want to do the most times. What arc we want to do the most times. That's about accurate. Yeah. You want that that old Bible arc or you want that old space arc, you know? Hmm. Bible or space. Yeah, that is what we're here to do today. And if you haven't already checked out the full episode on season one of the hundred, please go do that. You'll maybe understand the 100 arc a little better. Maybe not. Now, Dave, I think before we clarify, we should paint the picture. You need to tell me what Noah's Ark is because I have a very vague knowledge of it. It's not necessarily that I'm telling you. I just I want everyone to be on a level playing field. Let's do it then, yeah. Yeah, so so the arc, as seen in the 100, it's essentially just 12 space stations all linked up together, orbiting through space. And Noah's Ark, from my limited biblical knowledge, is a big-ass wooden boat full of, supposedly, two of every animal, this old dude Noah and his family. Now, those are the actual structures, but I think we can talk about the situations they're in as part of our clarification. So let's let's do that. Let's clarify. Agreed, because I think that are we going to make this decision knowing the outcome? Is this us getting posed this decision to ultimately go on one of these things to survive whatever situation they're in? Or is this like, a, I know how both of these ultimately end and this is the one I want to do. I think it's the latter. Really? I don't think so. Yeah, because we have all the information. Uh, okay. Why would we hide from information that we know? Okay. I mean, if I remember correctly, Noah and all his friends do great. Well, yeah, they, they ride on the top of a flood for like four months or so, and then it coasts to safety and you can live on land. Okay, cool. And then on the Ark, we know that they eventually run out of oxygen, supplies, food, basically everything except people. So they go hurtling down back to Earth after they send a bunch of their children down there first. Right. But it's after 97 years and not everyone dies. Like some of the inhabitants land on Earth. Yes. So that could but be factored we can in. take into consideration the fact that a number of them might not make it, and we might be one of those. Correct. Yeah, there's more of a chance to die with the space arc than Noah's Ark. You know, we don't know for sure that we would survive Noah's Ark because now we're introducing another person to that boat, and who the hell knows how much space there is. So what's the worst case scenario? Like, you eat one horse, and uh, you're fine. <laughs> then horses don't exist. Sad. Everyone cries. But, like, ultimately, we're fine, so everything's fine could get mad cow disease i can you get mad cow disease from a horse no but what if you eat a cow but i didn't say i'd eat a cow that's why i'm eating horse come on you know have you ever heard of mad horse disease nope uh yeah i have a weird bible question <laughs> you're asking the wrong person my friend if we're to assume that only noah and his family got onto this boat with all the animals there were no other people I mean, does the Bible explain what happened after Noah survived and everyone else died in a flood and now he has a bunch of animals and has to repopulate the earth? No, but he just, he just lets them off the boat and then they're free. Well, not the, like the animals. Yes, but him, the humans. He has his family. So so they're in charge of repopulating the earth. Yes. 
So now, like his son and daughter, need to Bellamy and Octavia it and repopulate the Earth together. I think so. See, Bible gaps, story I, gap. I I think so. I don't. You're asking the wrong person, man. I know, but that I just it just dawned on me now that I'm an adult thinking about the Noah's Ark story. Yeah, I, it's a good question, but the clarity for me comes to the times, like for the Ark, Ark, Space Ark. Are we joining at the start of the apocalypse? Ooh, good question. Or we just are born on it, and then that is where we exist until the culmination of it in the show that we just watched. Yeah. But either way, it's like we're not going to get both pieces of that. Unless we live to be 98 years old. It's possible. There's no way. So, so you think that they were arguing about resources and stuff and were letting people live to 98 years old? I don't think so. I think it's like you decide to retire, and once you do retire, you're dead. <laughs> Maybe it's like I'm ready. Take me. <laughs> like the elders in Midsummer. Yeah, maybe I don't know. Yeah, exactly. They just get covered in a bear and tossed out into space. <laughs> maybe we should say that it's random. We don't know. Mm. So we could be one of the people that is like possibly born on the Ark and that also dies on the Ark, or we'd never even see the Earth. Mm-hmm. Gross. I don't like that at all. Okay, well then, I mean, we could split the difference and say we we go on the chip 50 years in. Yeah, okay, that's fine. I would rather us talk about the closing part of it because that is what we are familiar with. We don't know what the arc was like when it first became the arc, but we do know what it's like now. And Mm -hmm. so we'll be on the tail end. Okay, we're born 50 years in, so we're going to be 47 years old when the fateful time where it needs to split apart. Yeah, it's probably around Abby and yeah. Kane age. So yeah. that, may, that would make sense. I, I, I'm 40s, yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Perfect. We've clarified that. Now, I assume it's never really stated, but with the space arc at the end there, we're basically a hundred years ish from our current real lifetime, give or take. Right. Mm, yeah, probably. I think. Yeah. I don't think they really talked about like actual years, but yeah, I would say we're about a hundred years. So maybe like 2300 is the year or a little after yeah. that. Yeah. Somewhere yeah. around okay. that general vicinity. Yeah. Okay. And then for the Bible boat, we're, we're sticking with what it says in the Bible and it's like happening 4,000 plus years ago. Sure. Okay. So no showers on the boat unless I'm letting a camel spit backwash on me. I'm screwed. Oh, fu- oh fucking course. It was all about the bathing. I should have known. I should have known when you were clarifying time frames that it had nothing to do with anything other than how, how well can I wash myself? Well, but I mean, like I'm going to be in the heat of the Middle East. Like I'm just going to smell like balsa wooden hummus. And I don't know that I'm here for that. Oh forget you're also going to be in the heat of the moment and <laughs> then you might not necessarily <laughs> need, feel the need to shower all the time yeah i hate having to always get into this conversation about the fact <laughs> that your mindset that you have right now would not have existed 200 years ago yeah, i don't know I do. all right well I, I think the most logical place to start is with the elephant in the room, the literal elephant that will probably be in your room if you're on Noah's Ark. I mean, kind of cool, right? <laughs> I don't think so. I think it would be kind of it would be kind of neat. I mean, four months is a long time. Agreed, but it's only four months. It's it's like living at a zoo for four months. That would be cool. That sounds miserable. They're stinky, sweaty, loud, dangerous animals. Ain't nobody got time for that. Animals are amazing and fun, and there are billions and billions of movies on the internet that prove that they all just need to be loved and hugged. David, we're not talking about like domesticated dogs and squirrels. We're talking Don't about care. I've seen people like hugging rhinos. tigers and, and rhinos and stuff. I, 
here's the other thing. There would supposedly be nine people on the ark. Noah, his wife, his three sons, their wives, and me. How are nine of us going to feed like 700,000 animals? Huh? Huh? It's not like we can take the capybaras and feed them to the alligators or whatever. Like we have to give them grains and shit. How are we going to give them 700,000 animals grains and shit? I mean, hold on. Here's the thing, though, is that you are getting into minutia of the story of Noah's Ark that is not actually fleshed out. And I agree with that. But at the same time, it's like, obviously, they had some solution for it because they succeeded. Maybe God was just keeping them all alive, Michael. (laughs) They just didn't eat for 40 days. They didn't eat. They didn't shit. It was so clean. There was no dirt. (laughs) God kept the place immaculate. And it was just fine for four months. I can't go off that logic. That's ridiculous. But I also can't go off the logic that you think that the animals would be hungry because you're not feeding them anything or or shit like that. Because obviously, like, half of Noah's family didn't die to the lions because the lions were hungry. They fed them grains. So that I, so I don't understand what the problem is. They fed them grains and it's fine. <laughs> I don't want to spend my entire day just feeding a lion grains. Well, what else are you going to do on a boat? <laughs> <laughs> look out at the water i don't know I swear millennials these days uh i just it's preposterous <laughs> i can't say that word <laughs> i had it in my mind and then i just I'm like halfway through i'm like i can't say this word it's perspiration i tell you it is but it's also preposterous preposterous <laughs> it's phosphorus preposterous <laughs> it's preposterous to expect me to be happy, uh, both in general and on this boat. Yeah, but it's also preposterous to expect you to be happy in the space boat. I just, I feel like I'd have more fun things to do and less unfun things to do on the space. Yeah, boat. you'd have more fun things wearing a bunch of clothes that a bunch of old people wore, and now you just get to wear also. Mm, mm. That is a fair point. Those things have more holes than a reverse gangbang. And they're recycling the water, I would assume for showers and cleaning so really you're just washing yourself in pee well we don't know how far to the future is do you think they have something where they can pull out like space air and turn it into water they're definitely recycling it oh no no water (laughs) molecules existed space air is not water worlds i've let you take some scientific liberties in the past i'm not letting you get away with sucking water out of the space (laughs) how do you know (laughs) that is a vacuum Because there's no water in space. It's a vacuum. Oh, I can't even with you. Well, what if they... No, but you don't know. They could, like... They could be flying up on near the moon and, like, pulling water out of the core of the moon or something. So they just, like, stop by... Like, stop by for gas? Yeah. And just, like, fill up like it's a fucking RV. They just plug in. (laughs) They just plug in, get their water and electricity from the moon for a while, and then off they go. I'm just saying it's a possibility. I love how you're coming up with all these crazy excuses for how the water could be great for you to take a bath, but you can't come up with some reason why Noah couldn't figure out how to feed the animals without you fucking having to like (laughs) walk around giving each individual (laughs) grain to each individual animal all day. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. No, but before we flood this episode with too much data, let's hop on board a center commercial and something, something, something. I hated all of that. (laughs) God. Today's episode is brought to you by Pod Inbox. Pod Inbox is an awesome new website for podcasters like ourselves to use to give a place for fans to connect with podcasters they love, us. 
We're so excited to tell you about this. You can send audio messages directly to us and we'll respond directly to you. And if you really want to show us the love, there's an option to add a tip or donate to the show. We try not to ask for much from you all, but hosting the pod does cost money. And we spent countless hours creating this silly little show for your ears. It's true. Yeah, we love what we do, but it ain't free. And if we don't start making more money, our wives may murder us and go marry some TikTok influencers. Nobody wants that. So check out podinbox.com slash the center cut and send us a message of support. We want to hear your voice and we'd love to connect. Again, that's podinbox.com slash the center cut. And fellow podcasters, now is your time to jump on board. There are some pretty sweet features. And most importantly, it allows you to connect with your listeners. How cool is that? Podinbox.com slash the center cut. I love in that little anecdote you said about our wives. They wouldn't just leave us. They would feel the need because we weren't providing enough for them to murder us. Yes. So they could go marry someone else. Correct. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, now that we're murdered, none of this really matters. But if you feel like it, send us a message of feedback at thecentercutcast at gmail.com. But I mean, why would you do that when you could actually talk to us? Yes. And since we're dead, you probably won't see stuff updating. But while you're at it, you can go check out all the stuff we posted previously on our Instagram page, the underscore center underscore cut or on Facebook or Twitter by just searching the center cut. There's some funny, funny things on there. And maybe someone will continue it in our legacy. Yes, please. So, Dave, I think we can both agree that the future is generally cooler than the past, especially when the past is distant past and the future is near future. Right? Yeah. I just think like the problem here is that the future option with the arc involves us either dying or landing on Earth where there's either radiation or big ogre people who want to throw spears at us. Or stepping on Kane's foot and getting floated. Correct. Many chances to die. Many, many opportunities to die or to be irradiated by mean ogre men. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the assumption would be that because everyone survived Noah's Ark, if I remember correctly, like there is no reason to believe that we would not. Right. Although I would venture to say that you would have a hard time surviving four months you think so or should i say the other passengers would have a hard time not killing you in four months <laughs> i mean they're like nice bible people i think i'll I think i'll be fine nice bible people could only take so much of every single day man i wish i could shower <laughs> yeah i'm so tired it's great <laughs> well it, it's a fair point you bring up because you're kind of stuck in both like one surrounded by space, one surrounded by water. So it's not like there's a real difference there. I'm going to be stuck with the people around me either way. Yeah, agreed. Like, what are the chances that one of the nine people that are on Noah's Ark are going to want to kill you? Mm-hmm. Decent. What are the chances that one of the few hundred people on the Ark is going to want to kill you? High. I would say, if I had to guess, I think the space Ark is bigger. Although I don't, I don't know for sure, but I, the other thing is with that, though, even if it is bigger, I, I don't know if the whole thing would be free reign. Yeah, I have a feeling that you would kind of be like 
zoned off to your zone. It felt very much like there were like a lot of rules that people needed to follow because it was like the fate of humanity. Well, well, not only that, there are 12 different nation space stations. So I doubt I can just roam from my U.S. pod over to the Russian pod or whatever. Oh, God. Yeah, I doubt Russia would let you in, but I'm sure they they did already take someone else's pod. (laughs) Topical, David. I like it. Mm, mm -hmm, Uh, mm -hmm. I mean, I don't like it, but I don't like it at all. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, so I, I, I'm i sure there's like probably three other. I could probably go to Canada's pod and maybe like France's pod, but there's probably some pods that are just off limits. This sucks. Putin's going to shut down our show now. <laughs> I think there's there's not enough known about the size to make a big declaration there. But but regardless, yeah, they're so they're kind of samey in that you're stuck. Yeah, you're not. I mean, there's only so far you can go. There might right. be a little bit more variety in the space arc, but you're still stuck. Yeah, but I also I hate the idea of breathing in that shitty indoor air for years. So mm-hmm. the idea of like mm-hmm. the open air on the arc appeals to me. Noah's arc, that is. For just a moment, can we can we talk animals? Sure. How may you think Noah will be if I just like just throw all the snakes off the boat? Are snakes animals though? That's another great question, because then are like spiders and bugs is it just a boat full of insects i doubt it yeah but is there like two ants and i accidentally step on one and i've killed all the ants forever what about fish are fish animals did he bring fish on the boat that's a great question too but i i don't why would he all the fish are in the water (laughs) you fool it's not a great question it's a dumb question (laughs) i got you to think about it for a moment though (laughs) for like a second uh are are there birds on there or the bird there are birds on there you piece of shit Mm. Mm. Here's something interesting. This would give us the unique ability to murder a whole <laughs> species. I wait until like last day. Noah's excited about the waters going away. Just because where did it go? This whole story makes no sense. But <laughs> I have an opportunity to just rid the earth of snakes forever. With just like one flick of the wrist judgment day. A mighty, mighty godlike power to rid the world of snakes. Or like chipmunks can eat a dick. Chipmunks are great. Fuck you. No, no, I, I, I like chipmunks as well. I'm just saying. Just an example. Your example was like the cutest little existing <laughs> animal, but fine. <laughs> I'm murdering flies and snakes, and you're like, oh, you're chipmunks. No, it's true. You could kill many animals that are bad. That's an interesting proposition to be able to have that power, that ability. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, the only other thing that I can really think of, I would look goofy as hell in a toga and sandals or whatever the heck Noah wore, but those hundred, man, those hundred-year-old hand-me-downs. Gross. Gross. Fashion over function always. Also, I mean, if they're trying to, like, conserve water and stuff on there, uh, unless they have magic (laughs) magic water-sucking power from space, they can't be washing it that often. No. No, those holes are not from washing, they're from wearing It's going to be like water's rationed kind of thing. And like you're like allowed to wash your clothes once a month and take a bath once a week or some bullshit. Yeah. You just have to like scrape your clothes against the side of the boat to like rub off some of the dirt. That sounds horrible. (laughs) I just I think I would look a little bit cooler in the BC turkey garb is all I'm saying. The BC turkey garb. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. Like turkey the country, not the animal. Yeah, I got it. Thanks. Yeah, thanks. Noah's Ark is crazy bullshit, right? Like, that's crazy bullshit. There's so many animals. So many animals. Because, like, if you're going to save one dog, then you're going to have to save, like, a billion different species of dog. Like, even when you talk about, like, tigers or 
rhinos and stuff. There's like multiple species of each of those animals. Well, aren't domesticated dogs, I, I don't know the full history, but aren't isn't that after BC? Yeah, yeah. When you're talking like domesticated dogs, yes. So it's probably just wolf. Just bring one wolf and you're good. Yeah, two well, two wolves. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure last time I checked, wolves couldn't self-repopulate. <laughs> yeah, but like there are a lot of other animals that have like multiple species. But maybe they maybe they didn't. Maybe they didn't 4,000 years ago. So maybe you're thinking that, like, that. They, those developed over time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, no, but sure. <laughs> like evolution takes millions of years, not a few thousand. But this is all fiction anyway. So we're talking Bibles in space, people. Yeah. It's all bullshit. Yeah. You're right. I, I had a little bit of an existential crisis about the Ark. I'm sorry, guys. It's more bullshit than the space Ark. That one actually feels like it could happen. It does feel more believable, surprisingly. <laughs> All right, let, let's make our decision then, David. Let's do it. Would you rather be on Noah's Ark or the Ark from the 100? Noah's, Noah's Ark. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As much as I'd hate the animals, as much as I'd hate the religious zealotry, as much as I wouldn't want to be in BC, it's only like four to five months, and then I'm free to do me, not die. And and here's the thing. If this flood did what it was supposed to do, all the rest of the world is just dead, and nobody will bother me. I can just live up on a mountain, tend to some goat, read a book or dead sea scroll or whatever, and just fiddle with my biblical wing from time to time in peace. In peace. I don't have to worry about being floated for eating too much dinner or smell that stale, horrible, 100-year-old arc air. It's just me and Noah, homeboys, long-ass beards, and just nobody else to bother me. Just nobody else. Yeah, I mean, that's... that's <laughs> you just crack me up that you came up with some crazy excuse for how to get water to that thing, but you think that there's no possible way they could ever get any non-stale air. <laughs> uh, science. I tried to think about it. How do they not die of not being able to breathe? Yeah, I mean, there has to be air. To breathe. How? But if they can get air, then why can't they get water? I mean... Unless there's no hydrogen anywhere. I don't think that they're bringing the air or the water in. It's somehow recycling it, but you're right. As like, if you get a lot of people on there breathing constantly, I don't know how... Like, I, I mean, and this is probably like a real-life thing that we just don't know how they solve this problem because there is a, a, a such thing as a space station. Yeah, but don't they have like plants up in there to, to make more oxygen? Maybe, maybe that's what it is. I mean, that I know that on the Ark, they say like they have farmers and stuff like that. So mm. like, I don't know if there are sections that are farms that they like cycle the air through to bring the CO2 rich air in there and then the oxygen rich air out. People clearly don't listen to this podcast for science stuff because we... I mean, they should be because we are crushing it today. <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> Did they just say that they could just pull water out of the space? <laughs> All right, David, why'd you pick Noah's Ark? Noah's Ark, I don't like heights, so space doesn't sound great. And also, I'm a man of the sea. Mm. I like water, and I like being on being on boats. I might get a little seasick for a while. I also really enjoy animals, to be 100% honest. If I had to pick, would you rather be in an enclosed space for four months with a thousand people or in an enclosed space for four months? With a thousand animals, I'd probably pick the animals. I wouldn't, but I hear you. I mean, because that's just, you're just talking, you're just thinking about fucking. <laughs> no, I'm just thinking about <laughs> the dirtiness so, But and so the am I. <laughs> mm. Mm. Gross. Just kidding. I don't fuck animals. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man.
I don't, though. It all makes sense. Now, obviously, we have the same choice here, which is rare lately. But more importantly, we want to know what you all think. So head over to our Instagram and check out the post that we just posted when this episode came out. And we have a story in there, too. So you can vote on what you think the best answer is. And it's obviously the arc of the sea. (laughs) I was going to say, yes, I 100%. It is an arc. Everyone will agree with us that the arc is the best. Perfect. So excited to see what you're thinking there. But David, we're wrapping up the 100 season one for now. What do we have coming up next? Next week, we are doing an episode with Nate Haskell, model and voice actor. And we are going to be covering Leon, the professional. Yeah, it's uh, it's an interesting movie. Apparently, it's a, a cult action classic. And uh, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Yeah, I've watched the beginning and end. Not bummed out. And Nate's a great dude, so that is going to be a fun, fun time. Going to be a good time. Looking forward to it. Give him that juice. And remember, our opinion, just like deciding between two things that are just make-believe, does not matter. Mm-hmm.